Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Train Happy Podcast with me, Tally Rye. This is the podcast that helps you with your relationship with fitness, food, and your body image. And today... It's just me. We are back with a solo episode and this time I wanna tackle the topic of motivation. This is something that I talk about a lot regularly with my clients. Um, I've written about it and I think about it a lot. And so I felt that giving you a bit of an insight into my thoughts and perspective on motivation and an intuitive movement perspective on motivation could really help you build a sustainable, lasting relationship with exercise. So let's get into it. Do you struggle with motivation that lasts? Do you sometimes look at people in the fitness industry and think, how on earth did they find this magic formula? Do you often feel like you wish you were just that bit more disciplined and had that much more willpower? Because I guarantee if you answered yes to any of those questions, you are not alone. So many of us struggle with motivation. And I think that's one of the most common things that people ask me about. And I think that's for a few reasons. Firstly, I think we expect motivation to last and last and that you know, highly motivated people are always up for exercising. They never have dip in motivation. They're kind of these superhuman exercise robots because I think that is largely how people in the fitness industry pitch themselves. They're superhuman and they often kind of look superhuman too. And therefore you feel like you're just a mere mortal who is deemed as kind of too big and can't seem to figure it out. and always making excuses and you're just lazy and you can't be trusted to motivate yourself. I think that's a big part. And so shame and guilt are some of the key tactics that are commonly used for motivation. And they're tactics the fitness industry uses and therefore we use on ourselves, we internalize that. Before and after photos are a really good example of this because the before photo is steeped in shame because, you know, it's positioned as if you couldn't possibly want to look like that. And then the after photo is all about celebrating this new body. And so we have shame about our bodies. We have guilt that it's our bad habits that got us there. And then more shame that we can't seem to figure it out. And so we rely on disliking ourselves and negative self-talk to, to keep us going when it can only get us so far because that motivation always burns out eventually. Shame is not and will never be an effective tool of change. We also rely on external reasons to motivate us to move. So having a holiday coming up, a wedding, an event, 
And we never really think too much beyond that event or that kind of goal you're working towards. So not only do we have that external reason to motivate us, we're also judging our success and our progress by what our external body looks like as a result. Have we lost the weight? Have we changed our aesthetic? So we end up using external tools to motivate us because we alone are repeatedly told we can't be trusted to make decisions on how and when to move because if we were motivated then we would look like the you know the highly motivated fitness people that we consciously and almost subconsciously are always trying to aspire to be you know think of fitness models on the covers of magazines and fitspos that are big on social media So we rely on these external tools and that can be in the form of a transformation fitness plan where you feel like you have to follow it to the letter or you feel like a massive failure. And also fitness watches as well because they have to tell us when to move because we couldn't possibly trust ourselves and listen to our own body and go by how our body feels. And so I think these are the big red flags when it comes to motivation. And it's probably no surprise to you that all of this is based in diet culture's methods of motivating you to move. Because in diet culture world, motivation means that you are changing the external. You should be using methods that are external to you. And then you do that so you impress other people who are also external to you. Now, I think it's really important to acknowledge here that people using these methods and you know having relied on shame and all those things to get them to lose weight and things like that may have done that to access healthcare to survive essentially to reduce their experience of weight stigma so I really want to just acknowledge that and just say that you know I think it's important to bear that in mind when we're having this conversation. But I think because we so rely on the external and we so rely on these other sources of motivation, it's one of the many reasons that we get stuck in that all or nothing cycle, which we discussed on the last solar episode with me. And I think it's also a huge factor as to why we don't trust ourselves, we don't trust our bodies, and we certainly don't trust our intuition because diet culture has disconnected us. So what do we do about it? How do we build motivation that lasts? And how do we rebuild trust with our bodies? Well, I think we need to move away from the external focus and turn towards the internal. So instead of you thinking about how movement can change the way we look, start to think about how it makes you feel physically and mentally. Instead of relying on the goal of being in a swimsuit or at a special event, think about what movement can help you achieve on a physical and an emotional level. You know, instead of feeling like you should be exercising in a certain way because someone told you to, and that's the only way to get results, start the process of building trust with your body and reconnecting with the cues that you have for movement and rest. Figure out what kind of movement you enjoy and use it to build confidence in yourself and therefore community with others. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mum's The Word is a brand new parenting podcast hosted by me, Ashley James. Pregnancy, piles, and all the other problems that come with parenting, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Join me each week on my journey through motherhood as we celebrate the amazing highs as well as the lows. As it's my first time, we'll have celebrities, experts, and hopefully you guys too who will help me figure out what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. Find us wherever you got this podcast. So instead of relying on diet culture's methods, use the framework of intuitive movement to get you there. So through an intuitive movement lens, here's what I want you to know about motivation. It will ebb and flow. Expect it to because then you can build your toolkit to help you navigate the dips, navigate the ebbs. And then you won't panic when you get there feeling like you'll never exercise again because you're having this big dip in motivation. You'll know it's temporary and you will find your flow again. Even if it takes weeks or months or years, you will find that motivation again. As intuitive movers, we are in this for life, right? We're in this for life. Not for 12 weeks, not for six months, but for life. And so, It's okay when priorities change and we lose consistency because in the big picture, in the grand scheme of things, it's temporary and we will move again. So this is where the concept of unconditional permission to rest is a foundational tool to help you navigate those ebbs and flows, those dips. Normally, if we're in a rut or we're really struggling to motivate ourselves, we can find ourselves in often like a really judgmental and negative headspace that relies on that shame to motivate, right? So to give ourselves unconditional permission to rest means that we're able and allowed to rest. Like we don't need an excuse. We don't need a certain reason. If you need to rest, you need to rest. And this really helps us neutralize that guilt and self-judgment that diet culture is built upon. I wanna get more into unconditional permission to rest, but you can listen to a previous episode of that. It's actually episode 59. I really recommend listening to that because there is a key component of building life lasting motivation, knowing that you're always allowed to rest because it takes away that guilt, that shame, that panic, that this is permanent because it's not permanent. So through intuitive movement, you also need to find the movement you enjoy. Okay. That is a huge component of this, finding the movement that you're actually excited about to do so that when you're coming out that dip of motivation, you look forward to the kind of movement you may do. You may be excited about moving because you understand 
all its benefits and how it really impacts your life. And that's where your list of intrinsic motivating factors comes in. I want you to make a note of all the very granular reasons why you move. And this can be the physical reasons why you move, the emotional reasons why you move, the mental health benefits you experience, and perhaps the opportunities, the connections that movement gives to you. And so I want to do an exercise with you. We do this in the Train Happy Journal and I often do this with my one-to-one clients as well. I want you to draw a table with two columns in it. In the first column, we're going to title it extrinsic reasons. So those external reasons. And on the other column, I want you to title it intrinsic reasons. And what I want you to do is to take some time, you might even pause the podcast, is to write down a list of all those external reasons you have perhaps historically relied upon, thanks to diet culture. And then I want you to create another list of the intrinsic reasons, the reasons why you choose to move now. What benefits do you experience? How does movement make you feel? How has it positively impacted the quality of your life? How would you like it to positively impact the quality of your life? Make a note of those things. And I think what will be really interesting is when you look back at those two lists, that you're likely to find that the intrinsic reasons list is longer. And even though we're starting that list today, I want you to understand that this isn't the conclusive list, the definitive list, that starting to write down and be aware and note the intrinsic reasons why you move is an ongoing process and something I hope you can add to every couple of weeks, every couple of months. The more you experience, have positive experiences with movement, the more you you know, notice the impact it has on your life. You know, if I think of uh, a guest I was chatting to today, who was next week's podcast guest, uh, she was talking hugely about how movement is so important to help regulate her sleep and how that sleep is the foundation for her mental health. And I think that is a key example of an intrinsic reason for her. She understands her body and she's connected with her body and she knows that when she gets in a good groove with movement, that her sleep is positively impacted. And so I want you to think in that level of detail for your life, you know, think of how, you know, how movement has benefited you. And likewise with the external reasons, be specific to you. You know, if I think of my own example I could use, I could say, you know, historically I used I used an external reason of having a holiday to look good in a bikini for, and that was why I moved. And then I wondered why I couldn't sustain my motivation afterwards because it was, because it was led to, you know, it wasn't a sustainable thing. Once that holiday had been and gone, my motivation had been and gone. So what I want you to do then is once you start this list and once you have this to keep coming back to, when you're in those motivation dips, this is one of your key tools to come back to. Read it, remember it, remember what that feeling felt like when you had that experience of that benefit. And most importantly, choose the movement that makes you feel good and reminds you of those experiences. So as you're coming up out of that dip in motivation, like I said, 
find a gentle point to start again. And if I refer back to the previous solo episode we did on the all or nothing cycle and we spoke about the effort levels, didn't we? And we put our effort levels on a scale of zero to 10. When you're getting out of a motivation dip, you might find it very overwhelming to go back into movement at an eight, nine, 10, because it feels like exercise has to be really intense, super high energy. You just don't have the capacity for it. And so one of the other tools that we can use to get uh, back into movement once we had a dip in motivation is to start really gently. You know, it might be just be going for a dog walk. It might be having a bit, doing a bit of yoga in your front room, having a stretch on your living room floor, you know, walking around the block. That's where we can start and starting on that lower end of the effort scale in that kind of zero to five range is a really nice way to gently bring ourselves back to movement after that motivation dip. So I hope this has given you a different perspective on motivation today and that you feel, you don't feel panicked that next time you feel like you're losing your motivation, you're losing your mojo, you haven't exercised for a while, that you know that when you're in this for life, this is a very small chapter in a very long book and it's okay, it's gonna be okay, we keep turning the page. And so you start to have the tools and develop the tools to help you navigate those times and know that it's completely normal and expected to have dips in motivation. We're not always on an upward trajectory and that is more than okay. I'd love you to let me know what else you'd like me to talk about on these solo episodes. I'm very open to different topics and I very much take requests. So please let me know what you'd like me to talk about on one of these episodes. You can send that in via our WhatsApp, 075-999-27537. You can send that on message, direct message on Instagram at Train Happy Podcast. And we would definitely love to hear from you. And I'd love to answer your questions on some of these topics too. So please send those in as well. And that is it from me this week. We will be back next week with a brilliant guest, a really brilliant guest. I'm very excited for you to hear. But that's all from me for now. I will speak to you next week. Thank you so much. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.